hooded figure raised her arms and made a sweeping gesture. The entire street and the buildings on either side tilted over until the facades of the buildings were below Cassilius's feet. The sinister group fell and regained their balance, scrambling to face her. But she was not done yet. With another gesture, she turned the window frames and cornices on the buildings into churning gears. Some of the zealots were caught and swept into them. Cassilius dodged the gears, staying on solid ground. The rest of the zealots attacked. They thought by getting close to her they could overcome her superior magical powers, but they underestimated her. With a twitch of her fingers, she made a magical fan appear in one hand, a half-circle made of arcane energy. She deflected their attacks and threw the fan, striking down the zealots before they could surround her. Even those who got close found that she was more than they could handle. She fought with both mystic power and martial arts. The zealots could barely touch her. Cassilius himself had no desire to fight her at that moment. He had the pages from the book. She gestured again and wrenched the entire streetscape another ninety degrees over. Now Cassilius and the zealots were hanging on to the upside-down building that a moment ago had been the ground beneath their feet. He pointed down and opened a portal. The zealots' attack had bought him enough time. When the portal was open, the few remaining zealots jumped and dropped off the building, falling into it before the churning windows could grind them away. Cassilius clutched the pages of the book and jumped himself, diving headfirst through the portal and out of the mirror dimension. It flickered and disappeared as soon as he had passed. The warrior watched for a moment, holding her spell in case Cassilius planned a surprise return. When that did not happen, she released the spell. The buildings and street groaned and rotated back to their natural positions as she phased herself from the mirror dimension back into the everyday world. She stepped off the facade and onto the sidewalk as the windows locked themselves back into place. In moments, everything was normal again. People, cars, and bicycles once again flooded the street. As she walked away, she flipped her hood back. Her shaven head and yellow robe attracted a few glances, but this was London. No one looked at her for too long. Cassilius had made his move. The Ancient One had expected it for a long time, and now that it had happened, she had to make sure he never had a chance to use those pages. Chapter One Dr. Stephen Strange was having a typical day tapping his foot to a funk soundtrack as he performed a delicate repair on a patient with a highly unusual heart problem. Every surgery he did took place in the hospital's main operating theater so medical students could watch him work. He was the best in the world at what he did. He knew everything there was to know about the human body, and he had the rock-steady hands on the nerves to try surgeries that ordinary doctors thought were impossible. He also liked to play musical trivia while he worked. One of his head nurse Billy's jobs was to keep a playlist going and challenge Strange's musical knowledge. Strange was never wrong. Never. Challenge round, Billy, he said. Usually, Billy played him a mix of old rock and funk music. During the challenge rounds, he was allowed to go to other kinds of music. Billy tapped the skip button on the operating room console. Smooth jazz filled the air. Oh, come on, Billy, Strange said. You've got to be messing with me. No, doctor. Billy sounded so smug that Strange took a little extra pleasure in 
hitting him with an immediate answer. 1977, he declared after rattling off the name of an obscure album. Honestly, Billy, you said this one would be hard. Ha, Billy said. It's 1978. No, Billy. While the song may have charted in 1978, the album was released in December 1977. No, no, Wikipedia says the check again. This strange thought was the difference between him and ordinary people. They knew a little and thought they knew a lot. He knew a lot, period. Where do you store all this useless information? Asked his surgical partner, Dr. Brunner. Useless. The man charted a top ten hit with a flugelhorn. Strange was certain that had only happened once. Status, Billy, he prompted. Billy sighed, 1977. Oh, please, I hate you.